Hi, this is Michael Niebrick. Stay tuned for the one-on-one post-game report right here on 90.7 FM and WFUV.org. The one-on-one post-game report. Welcome into our WFUV studios, folks. Mac Rosenberg bringing you the one-on-one post-game report. Final score, Towson 48 and Fordham 28. We'll be along with all the highlights in a couple of moments. But, folks, before we continue uh, with the post-game show, for those of you listening to us on 90.7 FM, as soon as we talk to Coach Moorhead, we'll switch to Mixed Bag with Don McGee. If you want to continue listening to the post-game show, please go to WFUVsports.org. Click on the Fordham Sports icon in the top right corner of the screen. Click on the appropriate link, and you can continue to hear the post game show right now we're going to send it back to Towson and join Mike Watson Nick Legerfo and Matt Mora will have coach Moorhead guys coach Joe Moorhead meeting right now with Dave Roach at midfield he just shook the hand of Rob Ambrose and now he's standing by with our own Matt Morrow Matt coach it looked like you guys had the momentum heading into the second half what were they able to do to take control which got into the second half they came out on the first drive and went right down the scored and uh, we were countering and, uh, you know, got down to the 15-yard line and had two penalties that, uh, you know, put us in the first and super long situation. We weren't able to overcome that. And that same thing happened on the next drive. So, uh, you know, I said earlier in a week to beat a town like this, you're going to have to have a very small margin there. And we didn't do enough things to, to overcome that. Is that what you think you could, the guys could have done better in the second half, the penalties and little things? Yeah. Um, Coach, probably not easy to look at now, but a tremendous season, you know, in Kukluk today. And, you know, when you have guys, seniors like Brett Beast, they call them around in the years, you know, you just go one and ten, one, you know, one win two years ago. So how special is it to see those guys perform and get to, get to this point? Oh, it's very gratifying. You know, the things that we talked about as a, as a program that we wanted to become two years ago have now come to fruition. And, uh, you know, they've, they, you know, set the bar very high. And, uh, you know, we'll learn from this and get better from it. Like you say, you know, you guys, so many guys returning, Mike Niebuhr, so many offensive weapons, guys in the defense. You guys, will you be able to take this as a learning point and get, you know, possibly even further next season? Yeah, you know, we're going to go into every season with the same goals and same expectations. So just because we had, a, you know, an excellent season doesn't mean that we're going to, you know, do anything different in terms of what our expectation level is. So well, that'll be the same every year, and now it'll just be a matter of figuring out what we need to do to, you know, pass the second round. Coach, tough luck today, but congratulations on a tremendous season. Guys, back upstairs. Thank you very much, Matt. And really for our entire crew here, not only today, but really everybody who is involved with bringing you the coverage all season long of really the greatest season in Fordham's modern football history by almost all standards. DJ Sixsmith, Chris Morasco, Nick Legerfo beside me, whether it's Matt Morrow or Kelly Coltis, Tara Jeski, Mac Rosenberg, Kevin Kelly, who's been with us all season long, uh, not really getting any of the any of the pub, but he's been so important to us, Julian, Merrill, and Eric, who have been running the board, and our entire crew, both here, who have joined us all season long. We really appreciate that you joined us here. And, of course, for those of you who are about to tune off, uh, the final score here is Fordham 28, Towson 48. The Rams close their season at 12-2. and Towson 11-2 and move on to likely face Eastern Illinois next week. So for our entire crew, thank you so much. And, Mac, uh, back to you and the rest of the postgame show. All right, thanks a lot, Mike. Before we continue with the post-game show, this is for those of you listening to the game on 90.7 FM. It's time for us to join Mixed Bag with Don with Don McGee. However, we will continue with an extended post-game show. If you want to continue listening to that, please go to WFUVsports.org and click on Fordham Sports in the top right corner of the screen. Then you can click on the appropriate link, and you can continue to hear the post-game show. Now we send you to Mixed Bag with Don McGee, already in progress. 
And we welcome you back in for the extended postgame show here only on WFUVsports.org. And once again, the final score, Towson 48, Fordham 28, Mac Rosenberg here in our studios. And let's get to it, folks. 12-1 and Fordham meeting 7th seeded 10-2 and Towson in the second round of the FCS playoffs. Eighth meeting between these two schools. Towson hosting its second FCS playoff game in the past three seasons. And the Rams trying to advance to the quarterfinal round of the FCS playoffs for the first time since 2002. And they would receive the opening kickoff and quickly go three and out. The Tigers would take over. They would advance inside Fordham territory all the way to the Rams 31 from there. Quarterback Peter Athens would find Andre Dessenberg for a 26-yard gain. That set up first and goal at the six-yard line. The Rams would stuff Terrence West on three straight runs to force a fourth and goal try, and the fourth time would be the charm for West. Fourth and goal from the two. It's a handoff. West up the middle, and he dives forward into the end zone for the score. Touchdown, Towson, and they take the lead 6-0 with 8.59 to go in the first quarter. 67-yard drive, 7-0 Tigers, and Fordham was in some unfamiliar territory. They never trailed against Sacred Heart. So let's see how they'd respond. Michael Niebrick had some completion problems on his first drive, and he would shed those issues rather quickly. Two third-down conversions would set the Rams up inside the Tiger 35. A couple of plays later, we'd see another key third-down pass to Sam Ajala to set up first and goal from the 10. First down and 10, getting the ball in the shotgun. He throws to the near side, looking for Solano in the back of the end zone. He's got it for a touchdown. He's able to get two feet down, and it's a 10-yard touchdown pass as Fordham gets on the board. It's 7-6 Towson with 3.48 to go in the first. The freshman's second touchdown of the season. It went to video review and would be upheld. So the Rams tie the game at 7, 3.48 to go in the opening quarter. Towson would get good field position at their own 36. The Rams would figure out Terrence West for the time being. Two straight minimal runs to start the drive, but they couldn't figure out that Tiger passing game. With Peter Athens, he would find Derek Joseph for a 23-yard gain on third and eight. They'd be faced, however, with a fourth down and three from the Fordham 32-yard line, and Towson head coach Rob Ambrose, he would make a critical decision to keep his offense on the field. And they've got a full house backfield, a wishbone, play action, Athens coming out, he rolls, throws right, completes it to 20 and running easily into the end zone for the touchdown. It's James Oboe, the tight end, who came off on the rollout and puts it in for the touchdown from 32 yards. 13-7 Towson, 14-53 to go in the second quarter. Oboe wide open, 14-7 with the extra point. And guys, we'll bring you back in here, Mike Watts, Nick Legerfo, uh at Towson. And this was a situation where Fordham looked like their defense had held strong. They'd be forcing a punt to, okay, Towson's going to go for it, to just a wide open, broken defensive play. What happened there? Yeah, I mean, looking back at the, uh, honestly, it was a great play call because I think everybody thought it was going to be a a run up the middle. I mean, they had been successful enough that you would think they'd pick up two yards. They've got what Coach Moorhead called the the best offensive line that Fordham's seen all season long. So they really got Fordham to bite, and they rolled it out, and it it was a perfect play design. It's a classic leak out play. So the Rams on their next drive would go four downs and out. They turned it over on downs. Towson running backs, we already knew about Terrence West, but his backup, a freshman named Darius Victor, he had a great game today on second and three on the next drive for Towson from the Fordham 41-yard line. Athens would call his name. And into the game is Athens, the quarterback, with a running back on either side. Now a receiver splits out to the right side. It's a Throw over the middle of the screen play. This is Victor across the 30. Cuts up the near sideline at the 15. Cuts inside. Now jukes back to the outside towards the goal line and in for the score. 41 yards on the screen play for the touchdown. 
12-12 to go in the second quarter, and Towson's advantage expands. It's 27 Tigers. Victor had 74 yards rushing today, two touchdowns. That was one of them. So both running backs dominating the game to this point for Towson. The Rams would need an answer. They wouldn't get one on the kickoff. Jorge Solano had the ball at the 20-yard line, tried to cut back the other way. He would lose about nine yards, and the Rams would start off the drive on their own 11-yard line. They would go three and out for the second time. Now, Joe Pavlik's punt was returned all the way back to Fordham's three-yard line. That would have set Towson up with first and goal. However, offsetting penalties would result in a re-kick. Pavlik was bowled over as he got the ball away, roughing the kicker, and the Rams would get the ball back with some new life and guys bringing you back in. The, the swing of momentum uh, on that drive, a, a, really a terrible decision by Jorge Solano on that kickoff, and then you know you have the punt, and the Rams are able to somehow get the ball back there. Oh, yeah, it, it was just simply incredible. We, we were talking about, Mike and I were talking about how this was a tremendous swing in this game. You, you're talking about Towson potentially going up 28-7 to at this point in the game. And then, uh, you, you know, a, a roughing the kicker penalty gives Fordham new life. And uh, it, it swings the whole momentum of this game. And Fordham, what seemed like they were going to be dead in this game, they had a chance once again. Yeah, and they would get that momentum right back. Three first down conversions would put the Rams on the plus side of the field. Towson would continue to shoot itself in the foot. A face mask penalty would get the Fordham Rams another first down at the 23-yard line. First down and 10 coming from the 23 of Towson. Fordham with the ball driving left to right. Niebuhr gets the ball. Play action. He looks over the middle. He throws deep up the left side. Caught at the three and going into the end zone is Ajala for the score. Touchdown, Fordham, 6.32 to go in the second, and Fordham drives 89 yards down the field to make it 21-13. So the Rams take a big-time opportunity and cash in on it. 21-14, Towson, six and a half minutes left in the first half. Now it was on the Rams' defense, a unit that had been eaten up by the run thus far. And Terrence West, he would lose four yards on first down. That forced Peter Athens to throw the football, and the Rams would get a much-needed stop. On the first play of the ensuing drive, a miscommunication would result in a fumble on a backwards lateral to Jorge Solano. He fell on the ball for a 15-yard loss back at the Ram four. Fordham would go three and out. Joe Pavlik came on to punt again. And <laughs> You can remember the last time we saw Pavlik in this game, that roughing the kicker penalty. What would happen this time? Joe Sullivan to snap. Pavlik two yards off the white line at the back of the end zone to punt fourth and 25 from the Fordham four. Great snap. Not a lot of pressure. He gets it away. It's a high spiraling punt calling fair catch. Dowling at the 50. He dives forward. He lost the football and Fordham's on it at the 47 of Towson. The official is pointing Fordham's way as he points. It is Fordham football. A lot of stuff going on with punts in that first half. We had no turnovers to this point in the game. That's the first, and it gives the Rams a huge break. Uh, it would be first down from the Tiger 47, and guys, uh, I, I think it, it may have been fair to say, correct me if I'm wrong, would you say Joe Padlock was the MVP for Fordham in that first half? <laughs> well, MVP is a strong, uh, strong term, but to be fair, him drawing that penalty really was the turning point in the game. We thought it was going to be at least a, a pro-Fordham turning point. We later found out that those penalties would be a turning point in the second half but really at that point I think it was very clear to all of us that you know Fordham's going to win this game that's why so is Joe Pavlik the MVP maybe but Whoever actually hit him is probably the LVP if I had to vote. <laughs> they would work their way inside the 40 with a couple of Niebrick runs up the middle. They'd be faced with a 4th and 13 from the 37-yard line. Joe Moorhead would keep his offense on the field, a gutsy call for another 4th down attempt. And remember earlier in the game, they could not convert on the 4th and 6, this time 4th and 13. 
Getting the ball is Niebrick. He drops back. He's looking with time. Fires it deep up the far side. Wide open. Ishawa makes the catch for the score. Touchdown, Fordham. Wide open. 37 yards for the score, and Fordham an extra point away from tying the game with 41 seconds left in the first half. Momentum Fordham tied at 21 with 41 seconds to go in the first half. It wasn't over yet. Here's what happened on the ensuing kickoff. And the ball is kicked off the back of a Towson player recovered by Fordham on the kickoff by McKay Red. Another turnover on special teams. Unbelievable, and we go back to you guys. Uh, first of all, Nick, I, I break down that, that Ajala score. That was something else. Fourth and 13, you decide to go with your explosive offense there, and there was not anybody in sight uh, near Sam Ajala. Maybe the ref was the closest guy to him. Yeah, well, what ended up happening on that play is actually Carlton Coons comes out of the backfield, and there was just a free safety lined up with Ajala, and he sees Carlton Kuntz come out of the backfield. He ends up biting on that. So he ends up coming up field for that play to guard against Carlton Kuntz. And he leaves Ajala wide open on the sideline. And, uh, you know, <laughs> there was nobody around him. You said it, Mac. And, and Niebrick hit him perfectly in stride, and that was an easy touchdown catch. And then on that, uh, that, that kickoff, just able to keep that momentum, and they get the ball another critical turnover at that point in the game. So Fordham, they, they were down 21-7, remember, with 12 minutes to go in the second quarter, had a chance to take a lead now into halftime. They fought all the way back to tie the game and now had the ball off that turnover. The Rams would get it down to the 24-yard line of Towson before taking their final timeout with five seconds left. From there, it would be a 41-yard field goal try for Michael Miranda. That was no good as the half expired. So Fordham and Towson would be tied at 21 at halftime. The Tigers would get the ball to begin the second half, and they'd get going with Terrence Williams, a 29-yard screen reception to the Fordham 46. On the very next play, Athens would go right back to the air. First and 10 from the 46 of Fordham for the Tiger offense. An eye formation, a wing to the left. Play action rolling to the right. Athens has got fire deep up the right sideline, looking to the end zone. It is caught in the end zone by Dessenberg for the touchdown and a flag down at the goal line. But it looks like this one may go against Ian Williams. 13.05 to go in the third. It looks like the Tigers have a long throw to the near side into the end zone for a touchdown. And that would stand. So 28-21 Tigers using the big play to their advantage two minutes into the second half. And, guys, let's talk – because we talked about the big story coming to this football game was how Fordham would stop Terrence West. Well, they weren't really able to stop the, the passing game. Peter Athens was magnificent today, 13-15, to 15, 301 yards, and three touchdowns, and he used the big play to his advantage. Yeah, and I think looking back at it, Mac, it, when it's all said and done, if Fordham had a couple of 300-pounders up front like Towson did, then they probably could have gotten a double team up front. They wouldn't need to load the box the way they did. But, I mean, you look at the safeties, they were usually playing up. The corners were expected to go one-on-one constantly. Uh, with Towson receivers, and to Peter Athens' credit, I mean, he really played a very good game. I mean, he was on point with more or less every pass he threw. I think he only had two incompletions. Um, certainly, you know, the running game set up the pass. There's no doubt about that. But it also takes something to seal the deal. He was a little bit off in, in pregame warm-ups, but by the time the game started, the kid was an absolute stud today. Yeah, he was definitely ready to go for the game, and uh, the Rams offensively would pick up right where they left off uh, on that first drive of the second half. A couple of completions to Dan Light. That would set Fordham up right around the Towson 30-yard line. First and 10 from the Towson 30. Niebrick back at it. 
and he loses the football. I didn't expect the snap, and he jumps on it, loses it again, and it's picked up by Towson at the 47 of the Tigers. They're on it. So Fordham's first turnover of the game, Towson took over at their own 46. The Tigers would get moving from there. A couple of key completions from Athens to receiver Arion Scott. They'd be faced with a third down and goal from the five. The handoff to the right side. West goes into the end zone for the touchdown. He bowls over a Fordham defender at the goal line and goes in. And the Tigers' advantage now becomes 34-21 with 5.31 to go in the third quarter. Second touchdown of the game for West and the second 14-point deficit of the day for Fordham, 35-21. Towson, 5.31 to go in the third. A key completion to Jorge Solano for 26 yards on third and eight would get the Rams to the Towson 36 on their next drive. They'd end up at the 19, where Niebrick would complete a pass to Tabucky Jones, but the Rams would be penalized for a chop block and an unsportsmanlike conduct in the same play. And guys, if you had to pick a turning point in this game, I think this is it. Oh, most certainly. That that had to be the turning point for... (laughs) For Fordham offensively, I, I mean, it was such a promising drive for this Fordham team. They were actually starting to move the ball in a balanced attack with the run and the pass working cooperatively. But unfortunately, mental mistakes got in the way and ended up shooting Fordham in the foot. And, you know, it took what could have been a, a great opportunity to get back in the game, and it, it turned it into an improbable t- chance to get points. And it you know, you you can't play. You can't expect to win a, a playoff game against a team like Towson when you're making stupid penalties like the uh, the taunting penalty that was called against Michael Niebrick. They'd be pushed all the way back to the Towson 47-yard line. They were inside the 15, and then they'd be pushed back to the 47-yard line. Now needing 38 yards just to get a first down. Niebrick would go to the short passing game, but it wouldn't do much, resulting in a fourth and 21. Michael Miranda would come on for what would be a career-long 47-yard or he actually missed that field goal, a 47-yard try that missed. It remained 35-21 with uh, five seconds into the fourth quarter. And, you know, it it seemed at this point that uh, the Rams may be done. Towson would take over off that missed field goal at their own 30. A big completion from Athens to tight end James Oboe for 23 yards to the Fordham 32. Three plays later, the Tigers would find pay dirt. West lines up to the right of Athens. Man in motion left to right is the fullback. Now lines up offset to the left of Athens in the gun. It's a handoff. It's a run to the near side. West has a wide open lane to the near side pylon and into the touchdown. 14 yards, and Towson is on their way to doubling up Fordham. It's 41-21 Tigers with 10.54 to go in the fourth. And that's the third score of the day for Terrence West. The lead now 21 for the Tigers. Ten and a half to go in the fourth quarter. And guys, at this point, what are what are you guys thinking? I mean, they, they, they had come back from down 14 earlier in this game. Now backs against the wall with ten and a half minutes left and down 21. Well, and Nick had talked about it during the game. The Delaware game gave us a little bit of hope, I think. I think we felt that if Delaware could come back, Fordham has a prolific offense, and certainly the guys were charged up. They wanted to go and really take it to the Tigers. And, you know, honestly, I I didn't feel like Fordham was out of it. I mean, Nick looked at me even in the fourth quarter and said, we aren't out of this yet. So at this point, I think we're still kind of going, okay, there's a reason to think Fordham can make this comeback. But, uh, I mean, in hindsight, that really was the dagger. 
A critical drive for the Rams now would begin at their own 36. The very first play, a 36-yard reception from Dan Light, would put the Rams in business at the Towson 28. Niebrick would then look for Light again in the end zone. He was intercepted by Ty Smith, but video review would say he was out of bounds in the back of the end zone, so the Rams would be faced with another fourth down situation, this time fourth and two from the 20. Niebrick with Koontz on his right. Trey to the left. He gets the football. He's looking. He's looking. He throws it up into the end zone for Brian Wetzel, who makes the catch as he's drilled on the play. It is a touchdown, 20 yards. 9.13 to go in the fourth quarter, and Fordham makes it 42-27 Tigers with the extra point on the way. So the Rams not going down easy at this point. 42-28 Towson now with about nine minutes remaining. The Tigers would recover an onside kick. It would be on the Rams' defense to get a stop. On third and 10 from the 46, Athens would complete to Dessinger uh, inside the Fordham 30. And two plays later, Towson would put this game on ice. Second and seven from the 22. Victor picks a hole. He runs to the far side. LeVon Williams gets knocked down, diving for the end zone, and in for the touchdown is Darius Victor. 22 yards for the Towson touchdown. Everything going right offensively for the Tigers. 22-yard run on that touchdown there from Darius Victor. The extra point was blocked, but it didn't really matter at that point. And, uh, well, guys, 625 remaining now, uh, and, and pretty much that was, the, that was the actual dagger in this game. Yeah, I, I think, Nick, I think you'd agree. That was the point where we kind of looked at each other and said, so how are we going to you know, handle the end of this game? <laughs> I think really that's where it became really yeah. clear to us that, that this this wasn't going to be another moment that we look back on and go, how did they pull it out? I, I think that was, yeah. I, I think, you know, in hindsight, the first touchdown that I, I said was the dagger, I think was probably it. But right. in, in reality, this is the moment where I think Nick and I kind of began to lose hope a little bit. Tigers would soften up defensively and the Rams would able to get into enemy territory and uh, at the Towson 23-yard line. Dan Light would reel in a reception to get to the 11. A few plays later, it would be another fourth down attempt for Fordham. Getting the ball is Niebrick. He looks. He bounces to the outside. He loses the football on the ground. It's recovered by Towson at the 15, and that may be all she wrote. And it was all she wrote. That would do it. Towson would run out the clock, and Fordham's magical season comes to an end today. Uh, they finished 12-2, and two, the most wins in, in school history. And, guys, uh, we go back to you now for players of the game and some final thoughts on uh, really an unbelievable season for all of us to be a part of. Well, I think for Towson, the, the player of the game was a guy that we maybe a little bit overlooked coming into the game, and that's got to be Peter Athens. Uh, Mac, you, you mentioned his stats earlier, 13 for 15, 301 yards, three touchdowns and uh, sacked only one time. So, you know, he had, he had a great ability to keep his eyes downfield, and even when Fordham brought the pressure, uh, he, he had great composure in the pocket to keep his eyes downfield and elude defenders and, and uh, be able to find his receivers down the field. So he just played a, a really great game. And then over on the Fordham side, I have to give this one to Dan Light. Uh, he was just the safety valve for Michael Niebrick throughout the course of this game, uh, 13 receptions. 122 yards, and uh, he he had a lot of critical receptions that ended up extending drives. So uh, for me, it had to be Dan Light. Yeah, for me, before we we get to our final thoughts, our uh, players of the game. Look, I, I think we we totally underestimated Peter Athens. I mean, he he really played an excellent game. I think Terrence West he had three touchdowns. I know his average was 3.2, which is way below what he usually does. But three TDs don't lie, and he he certainly got the tough yards and. 
him and Darius Victor were, were a real monster. For Fordham, Nick, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think Dan Light exemplifies everything that Fordham hopes to be when they get back here next year. And um, I spoke with him on Monday Night Quarterback about losing his dad during the off season, And uh, you, you can tell how much strength he has as a player and as a man. And I, I, I'm sure his dad would have been so proud of, of the performance he put on today and all season and the young man he is and the guy that, that you know, we've, we've kind of come to know to be you know, the security blanket for, for this offense. I mean, he really is uh, an absolute star. So uh, certainly Dan Light, I think, gets my vote. So, Nick, your final thoughts, and then, then I'll go, and then we'll let Matt go. <laughs> well, I, I just think that, uh, you know, it was truly special for me to be a part of this, this credible, incredible season. And, uh, you know, it, this, this Fordham team accomplished more than most people thought could ever be possible. And uh, just the fact that they made it to the second round of the playoffs, or just the fact that they even made it to the playoffs, was a tremendous accomplishment for this team that a year ago was 6-5 and five, and two years ago was 1-10. and ten. And uh, I, I think that this program is – there's only uh, – the ceiling is, is unlimited for this program, where this program could go. And I think as long as Coach Moorhead is here and he has the players that believe in him, this program could go anywhere. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to, to be a part of it and see where this program can go in the future. And, Nick, I, I want to start by thanking everybody who's not only here today for us, but, I mean, just the people who worked all season. I know DJ and Mac and Chris and – uh, Kelly and Tara were on the sideline for games. I mean, the, the list goes on. The producers who, who come and, um, you know, put in so many hours. So, obviously, thanks to, to everybody with WFUV who, who kind of allowed Nick and I to, you know, get on the air each week and, and you know, put together a really comprehensive, you know, story of the game and, and try and tell you everything we could and, and give you what we could. And thanks to the staff because guys like Andrew Briner and, and Dupuis and, uh, Coach Moorhead and Coach Blackwell gave us so much time this season, so I, I think it, it's only right to thank them for everything they've done to help us in, in trying to cover this team the best we could. But uh, to echo your sentiment, Nick, I don't think anybody saw this coming. I don't think anybody could have dreamed it. I, I think the players, some of them said they knew in training camp, but I can't imagine that they knew this this would happen, the the Villanova win, the the Temple win, the the win over Lehigh, the win over Sacred Heart. Um, it, it was a tremendous honor for me, and I know I echo the sentiments of everyone who, who worked all season to be around this team, to be around the coaching staff, to be around the fans, and, and you know, we, we do appreciate everyone who tuned in. So um, on the next season, uh, 50 of 58 players on the depth chart are coming back next year, uh, including pretty much everybody on offense but a couple linemen and Carlton Kuntz and a couple guys on defense on the, on the defensive front. So... Uh, Nick, I don't know about you, but uh, let's do it again next season. Yeah, I'm down. All right. Well, Mac, back to you. Thank you, and, and thanks to everybody. Yeah, I think we got a couple of guys coming back next year. Uh, Mike and, and Nick, you, you guys, uh, I think, are, are going to remain on the depth chart next year. Aww, hey, <laughs> gentlemen, uh, a- excellent job all season. It's been great working with you. I echo all the sentiments that, that you, you guys just said there. And I, I talked to Coach Moore a couple weeks ago. And I asked him what he was thinking of, if he if he thought about you know what the past was when he took over here because that's what everybody at the time uh, was certainly talking about and he said listen I got my staff together and and you know we laid out our plans we laid out our goals and uh, we did not think about the past you know you don't you don't think about that when you take over a program you think about the future and the future is certainly now for Fordham Rams football once again the final score of today's game. 
Towson 48, and Fordham 28, the executive producer of Fordham Rams football is Bob Aarons. Producer of today's game has been Kelly Coltis. Field engineer producer has been Merrill Servan. Our studio engineer has been Tara Slajewski. A special thanks to Fordham Sports Information Director Joe DeBarry and his staff, as well as Coach Moorhead and his coaches, for their cooperation throughout the season. The football season may be over, but there is still plenty of men's and women's basketball action for you. Our next men's broadcast is this coming Tuesday as the Rams take on Colgate in Hamilton, New York. Tip-off is at 7, and the one-on-one pregame report will air at 6.55 on both 90.7 FM and WFUVsports.org. Our next women's broadcast is not until Sunday, December 15th, when the Rams return home to battle Illinois State at 2 p.m. The one-on-one pregame report gets underway at 1.55 only on WFUVsports.org. Until then, for Mike Watts and Nick Legerfo, spotter Kevin Kelly, Matt Moore on the sidelines, Patrick Burns with the updates, and highlight producers Aniela DeVita and Corey Miller. This is Mac Rosenberg. Have a good evening, everybody. Fordham Rams football is a production of WFUV Sports.